Good evening, Listenerland, and welcome to another edition of Soundcheck Podcast. Good evening, everybody. Well, it might not be the evening, though. That's the thing. It might not. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Greetings and welcome to Grumps for another super expialidocious (laughs) edition of Soundcheck Podcast. That was very Disney. Oh, yes. (laughs) Do you know, I only realised the other day, because I read it in a meme, that, do you know, the... Is it Jason and the Argonauts or Sinbad or something like that where it says open sesame? Yeah. I didn't realise that it's actually open says me. I thought it was open sesame. Like in a sesame seed. Yeah, I just like open sesame, like sesame is some Open sort of, says me. I, I, I didn't know it. I, I thought it was open sesame. Yeah, it's open says me. Open sesame isn't it a thing. Just must be the accent. That yeah. There you go. <laughs> Do it in a Birmingham accent. <laughs> go on. Go on then. <laughs> you try it. <laughs> All right, did open sesame. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> they don't all sound like Ozzy. No, no. All <laughs> ones are not. Mind you, don't sound like that anymore, does it? No, it's just. I think it just sounds like somebody drowning now, doesn't it? <laughs> A man in constant. Uh, so I, I've I've seen something um, recently that has says that a piece of technology has died. Oh. In 2023, Apple has discontinued the iPod. Is yes. it really? Yeah, because of streaming devices, there's no yeah. need for them. They're not selling iPods because they're really out of date, I suppose. So they people now... don't carry the music around no. like they used to, there's although no... it was a great invention. Yeah, there's no burning to discs. There's no, no. you know, you, you don't have to do this pirate download things and... Put it onto your iPad to get latest album art. It wasn't just... long ago that people were queuing outside the shop for them. Yeah. Well, I've got the classic, and it, I, I found it amazing. I had it bought as a birthday present, I think it was. Yeah. And it was great. It yeah. It carry was, all these. It was so brilliant. All these. And then you got that, that Nano. Was it a Nano? That yeah. big, small one? little tiny shuffle jobber. Yeah. That, we had lots of different ones, didn't we? Yeah. And now they've all become obsolete. Well, I, had, I had the one that looked like a phone. Uh, yeah. I'd... I'd can't remember which one it was. The one you're talking about. I bet I haven't turned it on for, it must be f- five, six years. Oof. It might be longer. Oh, it would be longer. Yeah, I mean, so how long has streaming been popular? Yeah. yeah. I think I've had my Spotify for count. So it probably would have been since I had my Spotify for count. Yeah. It, I don't know. I'm, I might be going on eight years. I bet you're near a ten. Could be. Could be. But I've not turned it on then. It's still in my drawer. And, um, Just the one drawer. Just the one drawer. Yeah. I've just got a big bedroom with just one drawer in it's it. It's a big drawer. And all that's in it is a pair of socks, a pair <laughs> of boxers, and the iPod. That's rubbish, though. Everybody's got a drawer like that in their house, and it's always full of crap. No. No, I've got a toilet. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but what got me thinking is, so what happens to iTunes? Well, I was going to say... Is that no good now? iTunes is already gone iTunes, as we used to know it, no longer exists. It doesn't? No. Well, that's how long ago since I've turned my iTunes yeah. on, because I've no need to turn my iTunes on, because I don't use my iPod. Do you remember when you used to get um, copied versions of songs, and then you'd have to go yeah. through and, like, uh, install artwork? Yes. And you have to, like, search the internet and, yeah. and put your own artwork on, and you felt very proud of yourself, and you got, like, a collection of artwork that you mm. could sift through. It's like, oh, no. yeah. No. You don't remember that? No. Yeah. Yeah, you, you see like yeah. a gallery of artwork that you've like uploaded or the internet's found, it's like searched the internet and found. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It just used to come with like a music note on, didn't it? Yeah. And then you used to click on it and you used to go to um, search, I think it actually said search artwork, didn't yeah. it? And you click on that and then it would search out and then this pop, it just like pop up. Uh, oh, uh, it might it might not be the cover of the album, it might just be the cover of the artist. I mean, nine times out of ten, it was the original cover. Right. If it couldn't find the cover, so it, say if you'd if you'd got um, a copy of a, a, a CD that it, uh, and you got it say three weeks before it would due out, and it would buy I don't know Rolling Stones, you you might get the old Rolling Stones logo, or you might get a picture of Jagger or Keith Richards or something like that. That'd be frightening either way, wouldn't it? And then it would say, like, say, it put you a picture or an old picture of an album, but with the new name of the album on the old picture. Right. And then when the album came out after a week or so, you could go on it and do it again and update your artwork, and it would put the new artwork onto the albums that's actually out. Oh, I see. Like, so you could actually link it up later. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. 
But he it, was just it, a bottle it, it, doing it. He used to take how quickly ages. things pass, though. Yeah, yeah. And and we, and we were asking the questions when they were out. What's happening to music? What's going to happen to music? And we're still asking what's that going to happen to music. Aren't yeah, we? yeah. I mean, I I got a. Um, I think I got a, last week. I got an update or, or something like that. Something came through for a. Um, I think it was an update for iTunes or something like that. And they were like. God, I wonder what happens to that now. I wonder if it, if I went on to the iTunes, all the albums I've got there, could I still play them? They were just or the ones the that localised to your computer. Yeah. Yeah, So, but you wouldn't be able to, like, buy music from iTunes anymore. Oh, right, so you can't even yeah. buy from yes. iTunes. Now, now Apple, I've got Apple Music, which is like a streaming platform. Yeah. Like Spotify or Amazon Music. Hmm. So they've yeah. discontinued not only the iPod, then they've discontinued the yeah. iTunes, the iTunes yeah. software as well, then. Yeah. So it's oh, now just right. a player of the stuff that you've got on your local computer yeah. i suppose if you shift all that you'll have some room well yeah I've, yeah you don't use do you, do you use your computer like you used to though not as much now because i've no need to because i've got spotify yeah you're not ripping files anymore are you no <laughs> no so not now this past week the soundcheck podcast have sent me as a roving reporter to a little um festival called glastonbury it's just to be the ear on the street the eyes and ear and the nose on the streets. All expenses paid. All expenses well. paid. I, I went bearing did one packet of did bacon. Did that tenner last? That tenner last. Uh, yeah. And you know what? You can't buy two pints of beer for £10. Well, so I didn't what, think... what are you trying to say? We haven't got change. You've got no change. £6.50 for a pint. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. But wow. you're at a festival. And what sort of beer was it? Uh, it was uh, Hell's Lager. Yeah? Yeah. Is that uh, it? You can get other ones. No, you can get mixes and stuff like that. But generally, is there a bar there like a you would have like a bar bar type of thing? There are lots of bars. Yeah, yeah. You get cocktail bars. You get oh, right. bars. You get ale bars. Um, did you watch last time on the TV? No, you didn't watch anything. No, I made a bit of a cock up with that. When I read it, it was on. I read it as it was on on a Sunday night. Just one night. Yeah, but it was going to be like the biggest festival on earth. I was on for one night on. Well, I thought there was just going to show it as like a highlights for like four or five hours on a Sunday. Sunday, I play a, a, a rerun of it. So I got ready for Sunday and it had finished. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. I've, I've obviously read that wrong. <laughs> well, well, I was away all week and visiting relatives. So I didn't watch it live, but we had a long session on Sunday when we returned and, and, and had a bit of a catch up. I watched quite a bit, uh, not all of it, obviously, because it's a lot to watch. That's six days of watching, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So it was like uh, three songs from that band, three numbers from that band, and yeah, I'll, I've watched the highlights of it, and I've I've since gone onto YouTube and looked at the bands that I thought, oh, all right, I wonder what these are like now. Yeah, and I've and I've I've like backtracked at the bands that I wanted to see what they were like. It was the biggest one ever. Uh, so far, uh, the most amount of people there. I don't know how much, it, how many it were, it, but it did feel like it though. It felt. I don't know whether it was a an, an issue with the the timetable of when artists were on. A bit. It felt like when you were there, it felt crammed. It felt like well, I don't know if this is right, but I'm sure I've heard this week somebody said that when Elton John closed it, yeah, he played to hundred thousand people. I think there were more than that. Um, he is the record for the largest. But I, like I was there when Elton John was playing, and there wasn't room to dance. And I think, I, I would think, you planning to? Well, I've been there twice previously, and there was space to feel comfortable. Yeah. And I wasn't. We weren't by any means trying to get to the front. No. Um. But I I feel like what was happening is, I feel like a lot of people were there not necessarily because they're fans of Elton, but they wanted to watch the spectacle. Right. Yeah. Like well, I was still we, there on this final concert. Yeah, I, I, you could hear a lot of people around you talking amongst themselves during the verse, oh, and no. they only sung when it got to the chorus, oh. and they don't really know the words. A bit like Elton, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he was just staring at an auto cue. But yeah, so I, I watched. I think I left to when he started playing your song, which is on the final day when Alan Ch- John came on. He did Benny under the Jets and all this stuff, um, and he he decided that he was going to bring on special guests and. Uh, he said that he was going to bring on guests that nobody knew of, so some new artists, which is good in a way. But also, it's actually quite annoying because it's shoehorning in people that don't, people don't know about. Right. And they're not there to for him to introduce new artists, uh, uh, for him to give free promotion to. They just want to sing along to the hits. 
there was a few of them that had actually played a couple of days before though right some had played on the saturday and he'd asked them to join him i don't know whether it was a final sort of finale uh but there was a couple of bands that i'd watched and it had mentioned one or two of them that actually joined him on stage for the big finale at the finish so yeah they were actually performing there they weren't just like turning up yeah but i i left and i went to watch the queens of stone age uh, on the other stage now one of the things you, you so like i was trying to say earlier um there were a lot there was lots of people in the main so like your your main artists let's say like your your more commercial artists that like everyone knows about yeah. there were lots of people there because i don't th i don't feel like the timetable allowed people to struggle picking oh do i see these or do we see that there was like there was an artist which is like a superstar or do i see a shuffle band yeah <laughs> everyone goes and sees a superstar yeah. it just got really rammed um and because glastonbury is so big oh, yeah. If you're wanting to see somebody on a different stage and you have to leave halfway through another like another set of a different stage you have to equate the time it's going to take you to get there yeah it's, it's it was physically bigger this year weren't it yeah i was there for six days and during the six days i'd walked over 50 miles wow yeah and like one point my ankle swelled up but we, i don't know if that was sunburn just because we were stood at one spot just and the sun it was blazing sun yeah pitched his tent at salisbury though <laughs> <laughs> quite a walk um yeah it's uh it, it was an amazing festival so on one day it was the wednesday i think there was a summer solstice and everybody walked up to the top of the hill where's that glastonbury sign which is like hollywood sign and they all stood up there because it's the highest point in glastonbury and they look down the valley and they watch the sunset right down mm. the other side of the valley everyone's having the selfie and all that crap but what nobody realizes is that stood behind the glassmere sign behind everyone is paul mccartney watching himself he's hiding in plain sight behind everyone <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, they're all facing watching the sun go down and he's just behind them also watching the sun go down no one's looking behind them no one's looking for paul mccartney behind glassmere sign oh. he's a sneaky little devil that's isn't good he? isn't it yeah he um yeah he popped up on um he, he did a surprise gig with dave Grohl and johnny marr when the pretenders came on yeah so the pretenders were on the set list uh, on the, the timetable they were down as t tba which is to be announced um so we only found out it was the pretenders at like what, the last minute but at the time oh so i went to see lizzo i was told i needed to see lizzo on the main stage and we didn't fully expect that paul mccartney's gonna pop up on pretenders otherwise i would have gone there but anyway i went to see lizzo <laughs> he didn't <sighs> Lizzo, it, it popped up at the Pretenders. Oh, he did? Yeah, he no, 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 it didn't pop up at Lizzo then. No, it didn't pop up Lizzo. But I watched Lizzo. Now, she's not my kind of music, um, it, but she had a packed audience uh, and she was very, very good. An excellent singer, really good dancer. Yeah, I questioned what, uh, I couldn't work out, well, I weren't questioning her ability because she has got a very good voice, actually. Before we spoke about this, I, I thought she was playing on body image to create an interest and I thought that was a bit wrong. I think she's just addressing pardon upon the elephant in the room like she's she dresses in like you know uh a, a, a skimpy outfits to say for a, a larger lady uh, yeah and she's just she's quite entitled to do what she yeah. wants but does she need to do that to publicize herself I, I mean i think she overdrummed that message yeah i think she's ready to move on from that message now but the funny thing is she's very good at the flute <laughs> all right that's what she started out as a cow well, it, it when she started cracking out this flute solo me and my friends all we could all we could say to each other is i'm so unprepared so unprepared. It, it was such a ron burgundy thing this yeah. whipping out his flute doing some jazz jazz solo and that's what she kept doing but i hadn't known i didn't With know a that. jazz flute there for yeah. yeah i didn't know that she'd performed twice at glastonbury and pretty much to nobody there so it's quite a success story for her to be on the main stage and be completely like packed mm. yeah um, there yeah. was a she's, she's a band she's, she's the anti a uh, female pop star, isn't she really? Well, I don't know. She well, she's not in a lot of senses. She's not the anti-female pop star. What she is is she's not the conventional. Then well, she's not what the record company would want on paper. Sorry, yeah, yeah you're right. That's right. That's a better description. It's not their. They haven't gone for the glamour, have they? No, it's not their mold for what they expect. Yeah, a rather large lady playing a flute. Yeah, she doesn't fit the template for what a record yeah. label wants. She's a great voice, though. Yeah, very good. Um, Chernips, have you heard of the band Chernips? 
They were on the main stage. Turns out, Chernips was the worst kept secret on Glastonbury. It was actually the Foo Fighters. Really? So they they popped up and, and did an hour set. Well, I watched Foo's um, because probably I wanted to watch what everybody else wanted to watch. Would it work without him? What do you think? I thought if you didn't know what had happened to uh, Taylor Hawkins and you you watched you 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 listened it rather than you watched it, I don't think you would have known that it wasn't Hawkins. I felt like they gave him a lot of I thought, uh, sound in the mix, and they gave him a lot of, a lot of yeah uh, thought, time thought, to do some like I fills. Thought, and I thought the drummer were brilliant. Yeah. You wouldn't know that Taylor wasn't there. Is is he is their drummer though. He has been their well, touring yeah, drummer. So, yeah, he has. Yeah, and I'm really glad he's got that post, me. And, really uh, glad. But I just I think everybody were all eyes on him. Is can yeah. he do it? Can he do it? I've, I mean, he can do it because he's been with him for about eight years. Yeah, there's it, no it? doubt he can. Yeah. But I think he he left a big pair of shoes to fill. Yeah. But I thought he stepped in and very very well. And I thought his drumming were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I thought from the clippets I've seen of Glastonbury. I thought the fools owned it. Well, I thought you think there was the band of fighters was absolutely incredible. Main stage Saturday night, the that that's their gig, isn't it? Incredible. I they were like uh, an afternoon. Was it afternoon? Though? Yeah, like about three o'clock something like that. Oh, right. okay. Um, what were on at night? Um, it was Arctic Monkeys. Oh yeah, apparently that didn't go down well, did it? Uh, the thing is, what I saw, they were terrible. Yeah. I can understand what they're trying to do from an artistic point. So, you know, never please the audience, give them what you want, not what they want, right? But the problem is with Arctic Monkeys, they've had this window of, of success and the people who want to watch Arctic Monkeys want to see them circa 2007. But now they've rearranged the tempos of the songs and they're doing them like some sort of 70s crooner and people are wanted to hear, I bet you look good on the dance floor, but they, they're not getting it. They, they're getting this reimagined yeah. thing, which is a bit of a letdown, really. Well, it's a I, bit of a snooze. I read, because are they still on tour, or have they just done a tour? They're have still they on tour. Well, apparently, they're not, they're not selling off of these arenas out. No. And the people that are going are saying they've slowed everything down that yeah. much that they're just garbage. It's crap. Alex Turner... It, he appears to have fallen into a, a pretentious pit. Do you think it's because he can't do it no more? Oh, he can do it. I just think he's trying he's to... still only young, don't forget. He's, he's, he's experimenting artistically, but he's isolating his audience. Not, that's not a bad thing. Bowie did that, but... But then again, the last I didn't like the last album. I thought the last album was garbage. A lot of people didn't. haven't liked the last two albums. I thought it was terrible. Um, but I'll tell you that my the, the best band that I saw... Um, Vic Ashley? Why did he come? Why did he come looking like Michael McIntyre? Uh, well, when he came, I thought, "What's Michael McIntyre doing here?" All right, we're going comedian. He did a good job though, didn't he? He, he? Apparently, was really nervous twenty minutes before he came on because he, he kept peering on the corner to see if there was anyone there, and he said it was empty. It's like, oh, I feel like a right muppet here. And his daughter said, "Just to go on and have fun." So when he went on, he, it, out of nowhere, the the field was full of people. Yeah, there were a lot of people there, and, and he couldn't what, believe it. What? What's what surprised me was that these people that were there, they were either wearing his T-shirts or they were wearing something that said it, it was him. And they were, when he asked them to sway, they all swayed. When he asked them to clap, they all yeah. clapped. When he asked them to sing, they all sing. They they had a really good time. The audience had a really good time. And then when he did ACDC on drums, I don't think they, even they were expecting that. No, it's a good drummer, isn't he? Yeah. And it, 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 it did take the mickey out himself. He's known for that, though. He's known for taking the mickey himself. He was yeah. doing a gig. What, we're going to see Rick Ashley? Seriously? Oh, come on, then. I think he's, he's aware of that. He's, um, he, well, he's, he's very aware of the, the term Rickroll. So yeah. do you know what a Rickroll is? So it was a thing back when people used to send um, uh, weird emails. You know when you get like a, a weird email picture sent to you back before social media, Ooh. and it then it bled into social media? Basically, a Rickroll is when you click a link and suddenly it's just a never going to give you up it's just like playing oh right yeah and you can't get rid of it yeah and you have to fast it onto someone else oh it's basically like do you know that equivalent of when you you make a circle with your index finger and your thumb and you you get yeah. them to look at it below your waist yeah it's yeah. the digital version of that when you're being rick rolled i love that me but we got we got <laughs> ricks rolled actually at, at the stage so i can't remember we were watching whether it were foo fighters or it could have been texas maybe um but he was stood in the wings at the side of the stage and the camera panned up to it onto his face. And yeah. we were like, well, we've got Rick rolled. 
when um when the Foo Fighters were playing, you could just see in the shadows of the wings at the side of the stage, these these blue uh, aviators shining back, and it was Slash. Yeah. It was just it was watching them from the side, and you could just see his sunglasses reflecting. There was a, quite a crowd upon them gantries, weren't there? Yeah, Paul McCartney was there. Paul well. McCartney was there again. Uh, yeah, they, they were all they'd all come to see Foo's, yeah. aren't they? He was there all weekend, Paul. Yeah, yeah, him and Dave. Did he come round say hello then? He did. Yeah, but I had no food left. Oh right, because he's a bit of a scoundrel, like that, isn't he? Yeah, he's a beggar. Yeah, we see a band a called um, El Nirvana or Elvana, sorry, and it's this it's this guy dressed as Elvis that sings Nirvana songs and some Elvis songs, oh, but not in the style of Elvis. But apparently, Dave Grohl was at the at the back watching it. <laughs> Must be a bit of a surreal moment. That. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Did you, did you watch? I think he'd find that funny though. Yeah, it, yeah. the band didn't take themselves seriously. No. But did you watch GNR? Guns and Roses. Mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, I left halfway through because I wanted to watch somebody else. Oh, sorry. Oh, GNR. Great North Rail. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. What are you there? Yeah. Fucking fish. Fucking fish. Did you Rogers? Was she there? <laughs> I did. The, so there's been a bit of criticism, um, and I can only assume it's from people that wasn't there it's a bit like vietnam you got to be there man um <laughs> people were saying that the, the sound was bad um well, the, and that guns and roses actually blamed the bbc for that now it's not the bbc that's mixing their sound to a live audience it's the bbc that's taking their sound and piping it, broadcasting into, it out. yeah, yeah. Broadcasting it out. when i was there they sounded good but i've watched since watched it on tv and it didn't sound good no now I think that's the BBC. So I'm I'm going to lean on the fact that Axl Rose is right. I think the BBC didn't mix it very well, well but the live mix was good. When 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 I was watching them, I I mean I thought Slash was brilliant. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He he's just still Slash. He's still Slash. He's still got it, and he's still there. He's still up top at ladder. Brilliant. But I don't think Axl can run around and sing at the same time anymore. Oh, he's giving it a good go. Uh, it's 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 not bad. I don't well, think. He's, I think I don't think he's in. I don't think. I don't he's think in he too needs much, to. Too much of bad shape to be able to run uh, and sing. Sixty-one. I'm only glad he's not wearing kilt anymore. Well, yeah, but I think if he's, he needs to start, if he's going to keep, I mean, he hits eye notes like he did. But I think that's his party piece. All the heavy breathing and all that stuff in between lines and gasping for breath. I think he's going to, if he's going to carry on doing that, he needs to take more of a Liam Gallagher stance no. and just stand in one spot and sit. No, no, he don't. No. Like like Susan Doyle oh, and all that malarkey. Just let him go, but stop running around now because you can't do it. He, no, well, maybe just rein that in a bit, but I don't want him to stand still. Puffing and puffing and all that in between. It, yeah. it won't just take him breath. I, I, like, I like the shocked expression on his face that he has all the time. Like He'll yeah. just stop and look at audience as if like he just woke up some, from some dream and yeah. he just realised where he is. At, Probably has. On a stage and were all these people watching me. He has very high shoulders, have you noticed? Very round shoulders. High shoulders. High. He, he runs with his shoulders well, He's up. got no neck. I know, but it's because he's got his shoulders he's up. He's had it removed. <laughs> But it looks. But yeah, I thought Slash was brilliant. There was a security guy on on the the right hand wing of the stage. So there's like there's the main stage in where they all stand, and there's like some steps that go up to the side, each side like mm. wings of it. There was a security guy on the right hand side of the stage, who just stands there facing out the audience. And Slash would go up there and do his solo, and he'd stand there all the time. And the spotlight would be on Slash and the security guy, and the security guy's just sat be or stood behind him. He got a lot of spotlight that that kid. Yeah, he really likes that gig. He'll be using that. Yeah. Yeah, but Slash is is showing his ears now. It's not through his guitar playing, but uh, and and Axel's obviously showing his. He's putting some timber, but, isn't he? But Duff Slash. doesn't look any older. Yeah. Well, no, he don't. <laughs> don't look any older. Yeah. yeah. I know he's been clean and everything else since mid nineties because he had that serious health issue where Slash has pancreas exploded or something, didn't it? Slash is, is clean. He's been sober for years. Sorry? Slash is clean. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. all been good. They've all been good. But he's aged the best out of them. Maybe he's got a skin routine. <laughs> he, might, he might have a skin routine. What annoys the hell out of me, apart from Axel's, whose hair is a bit of a mystery to me. Slash has still kept his uh, his hair, if, if it is his hair. <laughs> and Duff's still got a good head of hair, hasn't he? Well, oh, the I abuse I, that they go through. All these slash stuff. Slash's hair. Yeah. <laughs> all these top. Artists that have abused themselves for decades and then 
they kept all my hair. And there's me, I've been a good lad all these years, and I've got about three hairs on my head. I don't not think fair. Phil, I don't think Phil Collins did drugs either. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think Phil Collins did drugs either. Well, but I quite no. like the little guitar solo that he set off with Slash, like the little bluesy. I didn't see him getting a small guitar out. <laughs> yes, that little weird yeah. guitar that he pulled out. And, yeah. it, and then he, he no, the, the bit that he opened up with, you know, when he was just noodling. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Which led into "Sweet Child of Mine," and yeah. he did about a five minutes little noodling solo type of bluesy number thought that were very very good just playing around just doing what he can do i like the fact that he actually did it and just didn't go straight into number actually i think, I think yeah. he should have done it more often it's not what everybody's gone to see but it's nice that he's felt that he could get away with it, yeah. do it. Yeah, some of the complaints that. about it though is that um they played more covers than their own songs so I left where just after Live and Let Die. Now technically yep. that's a cover. Yeah. Yeah. And they do, you know, uh knocking on heaven's door. They did yeah. the other ones, what people weren't that from. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Axel, I didn't realise you were here. <laughs> Ciao, wow. Ciao, wow. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um but the best Axel, get out. The best band that I, I've seen there. I saw them in 2013, and I saw them again this year. They are the, the best live band I've ever seen, and it's the Hives. Oh, you're a big fan of them, though, aren't you? Like, to see them live, yeah, they're phenomenal. They really give it 200%, which yeah. doesn't really exist, but they, they do. Like, really, really good. And they've been supporting the Arctic Monkeys on their tour. Um, they, they're, they're all upstaged. All, every member at band's really put on a performance. They've got these matching Thunderbolt suits. Yeah. The, the singers... And they've done it for years, haven't they? Ah, they're, they're just brilliant. But the singer works his, his absolute plums off. And it's funny, engaging. And one of the things he does is he refuses to use a radio mic. So he's, got, he's dragging his cable across. Yeah. And he's got his, um, his sound guys on stage. But he makes them wear black ninja suits. <laughs> so they're all running around like moving cable around so it's not getting tripped up and they're all dressed like black ninjas <laughs> and then he makes well he makes the crowd applaud the um the ninjas yeah now this was a really hot day and these these poor people were dressed, poor ninjas poor ninjas i mean they had balaclava and everything it was proper ninjaed up yeah uh but i just thought it was a great idea that, that the whole aesthetics of of the hives felt like something you would see in a tarantino film it, it was yeah it was I, really good. I quite like them. They were fantastic. I quite like them. I'm not. I'm not as big a fan as you are of them because you you've raved about these. Just to see them live, you don't even have to know any of the songs. No, no they're them engaging them. and entertaining, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. It took um. It took a drink off somebody in the audience and drank. He said, "Oh," and it took someone's phone and started speaking on the phone. Like it's really like it's all up front row. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a nightmare to chase after with cable, but. Well, he's he's, he's got two ninjas following him. He's, he's all right. You know, them ninjas are there for a purpose. I watched Life of Riley by Lightning Seeds and Figure It Out by Royal Blood. I thought them two were two good tracks for them. Lightning Seeds, I watched that set, and do you know what? I just watched Life I just watched it, because I, I, it just took me back to me. Yeah. Younger days, Life of Riley. I thought, oh, I wonder if they can still do... Yeah, and I thought, oh, yeah, it's good, yeah. They're very... Um, I thought they were good, that were good. It's just very vanilla, aren't they? Like, yeah. I, I, like they're, they're just like... They're like an orthopedic insole. They're just, oh, you know, don't expect any surprises. Oh, no, they were not, you know. No. I mean, it was, I had no complaints. It's just that they're not really, they, they haven't got. I just wanted to do them. that song, you know, with a bit of eye singing and that, I thought. Yeah. Because they, obviously they're a lot older now. I thought, yeah. They ended with um, It's Coming Home. Elton's pins were bad, weren't they? I saw it walk on stage. Yeah. Did you see that? That's, no. Yeah. He walks on stage with this gold lame suit on and he's. Is uh, yeah, I think he's had a hip operation, hasn't he? Either that, or he didn't make it at all. Well, well, somebody put on, oh, on social, somebody put on uh, on one of the social media sites that it were Instagram. It was, and it that it this is what it looks like when your legs have gone dead after spending too long on the toilet. <laughs> I thought you were quite good, Elton. I don't know. You know, I want to say it was good because I want to get swallowed up in the hype of it. But uh, I've said it before from things I've seen of him live. It, it doesn't pronunciate that. The, no. the words it just goes to a certain melody, but it's just a, it's just a couple of tones down, really. Then he's from Axel. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because Axel's doing it. Uh, this this hype puff, about... Puffing and puffing in between. This hype about final sh uh, touring show and things like that. Now he's looking at a, a residency, some place in England, isn't he? In England? Yeah, three or four nights somewhere. Uh, it might be, He might be doing somewhere else in America, but on about doing, like, not touring, but doing, like, uh, three or four or five nights in one particular place. Are you sure it's England? Because it was supposed to be his last gig in England. Well, yeah. that remains to be seen now. Yeah. He's been getting offers all over to not not stop. Oh. And just, instead of touring, just doing two or three nights. He was back, when he walked off stage, he was back home within 40 minutes. He, he went onto a golf buggy that had an E on it. And then this golf buggy took him to a car. And his car took him to the E-chopper. E chopper, Elton chopper. Elton oh right, chopper. okay. <laughs> and then he landed in his garden and he and he waddled to his sofa and then crapped himself. No, no. Although I think he's already done that. Yeah, he's just yeah. Oh, I can't believe forty minutes. Marcia, hold on a minute. If you got the wherewithal to have that facility, oh, do. then you would. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If you've yeah, got the ability yeah. and you've got the got you've got. The I don't coin. think he's doing all that. Nobody else would do. <laughs> yeah, I want I want carrying. <laughs> by a rickshaw to my next gig, please. Yes, thank you. You'd have it done. While being chased by a, by a herd of wildebeest. <laughs> <laughs> the worst band that I saw um, was Generation Generation Sex. Oh, Generation, yeah. Uh, Billy Idol. Uh, well, so it's Generation Six. Or X, sorry. Generation X. Generation X. Sex. Oh, God. Really? I didn't watch them, so I can't. I felt a bit worried for Billy. I mean, I made it on TV there because we're at Frunks and I weren't really like. Oh, you were on TV? Oh, I'm there. Me and Billy. <laughs> um, in fact, he said to me, You are eyes without a face. No, he says, Is that you, Louis? And I looked behind me. Um, <laughs> he, I was looked a bit, I felt a bit concerned for him because he, I, I've never seen him live and I just assumed that he was, was a bit of a charismatic frontman, but he just sort of. He didn't really leave the spot. He turned around to get a drink of water from, from Drunkit and he was constantly just reading from an auto cue. He was seeing, well, it was basically doing karaoke, not a very good version because he was watching an auto cue. So I was thinking, I don't understand that. Is he, now there are probably two reasons. He's actually nervous and he finds his comfort space by staring at the screen. Do you know, like, because there were a lot of people there. And you got glasses on? Uh, it took some glasses. at some point, but. Like, if you're nervous, because I don't know how many times he plays in front of this amount of people. He's uh, done it a few times. Yeah, but there was a lot of people there. Yeah. You know, it gets people. Um, it wasn't packed. I could get to the front, but there was a lot of people there. Yeah. Or he's not very good with his memory anymore. And he didn't look very well. No? No. Um, fake tan and thin. Well, not so thin. Really? Yeah. It got I don't think it's a fake tan, but it does look very drawn, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't impressed with them really. I thought they were a bit disappointing. All right. It, it felt like, yeah, strange. I was Get surprised to see that Spitted Image had sent Spitting Spitting Image had sent one of their puppets along to do a, a couple of tracks, which I were a bit. I'm just glad I saw her when she were in her eighty and Blondie. Oh right, she got some stick over that, hasn't she? I thought she sung it really well, but she's got a very good band with her. But essentially, it's a cover band, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, apparently yeah. it wasn't very good at all. I thought it was. I thought it was spitting image puppet of her. I was like, <laughs> "Wow, what's going on?" I thought, "I'm so glad that I, I, I liked you when you were good." No, I tell you what, I found really. Um, I thought, "Well, it just serves you right." Del Rey, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, she made all that fuss about being. Oh right. The name yeah. went high enough on pecking order, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was. It. It was to do with about women and and the. The amount of women that are on, yes, yeah. Lana Del Rey was half an hour late because I I'd left Guns and Roses to see Lana Del's set, Lana Del Rey's set, um, and then after that I was going to sneak up to Fat Boy Slim's uh, tent, and um, uh, she came on half an hour late. And now apparently the reason why she was half an hour late is because her hairdresser had missed her flight. And she needed her to do her hair or something like because it was like there's a big elaborate set on. But my hair takes that long to. I know, do. I know. Yeah, it's a bit pathetic. But apparently she's got a bit of a habit of being late. Now I don't know whether it's to do with also that Guns N' Roses are famously late, and she maybe she thought she'd try a bit of that. But Guns N' Roses were on time actually. Well, yeah, bang on time. Yeah, but well, he obviously likes places with G then. 
And so they shut her down 20 inches before she should have been. Yeah, so, but apparently she walked to the front of the, the audience and she got all the audience to sing um, the song Video Games. But yeah, she they, they pulled the plug on her and her set got cut short. And, I mean, they're, they're, they are the rules. They are the rules, and she was well aware of the rules. But after all that fuss, I thought, well, it just serves you right for being in. Well, I mean, everyone's talking about it, so it gives her a free publicity, doesn't it? Doesn't it? This is what, sorry? It gives her free publicity because everyone's talking about it. Well, it gives her free publicity, but it's it's one of them types of publicity where it's, it's extremely negative, isn't it? Mm. Well, you know what they said? There's no bad publicity. Yeah, and the performance was actually good, so. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not buying it. I found a very good um, undiscovered band. I mean, they were obviously being discovered because they were at Glastonbury, but they were in a very small tent. They were in a, they were in a pub tent called the Rabbit Hall. So, in Glastonbury, there are these secret bars. Secret bars? Secret bars. Bars, 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 bars. And one of the secret bars was just behind the rabbit hole. And it was like, it's, a, it's like an Alice in Wonderland thing where you crawl through a door and you have to go through either left or right. But I, I couldn't get to it because this secret bar had a queue. So, it's not so <laughs> secret. But anyway, the rabbit hole tent next to it was a bar and it had some gigs on. So, I'd just been to watch a gig somewhere else can't wear a bean and we stumbled into this bar to get a drink and there was band on and the the singer looked like a very young david bauer with curly hair he had you know you know like when he was a space auditory and he had yeah. his curly hair his very like wild staring eyes and yet they all had like uh paint and a strong urge to fly and a strong urge to fly yeah but nowhere to fly to fly to fly to fly to that's a pink floyd reference <laughs> and all the other the band had like uh Paisley shirts. There was a strong 60s vibe. Oh, they were phenomenal. Really, really good. The band was called Us, and they had a they had a, a mouth organs uh, guy who was dancing around like he was playing guitar. He was very involved. A gobayan. He was a, a harmonicist. Is that what he would call him? Harmonicist? Harmonicist? A gobayan player. A gobayan. Gobayan. A gobayan. Oh, oh, that's not the technical term, a gobayan. Surely that sounds like a Yorkshire thing. No, it's it's well established that people know that know that a gobine is a harmonica player. So when I or play a blues harp. harmonicist, <laughs> a blues harp, a sounds, blues harp, he might be playing blues. Well, either way, it was very good, and they they soon drew in a crowd. Um, but it turns out they're from Sweden, and, and it's not a problem. No, but they, to to hear them singing, yeah, I think they're Sweden or, or Scandinavia or something. But like, yeah, they just sound like like an English sixties band. But with a modern twist, they were very, very glad they had an encore. What do they call them? Us. Us. I'm going to write that down. I employ everyone to check them out and also to check out the Hives playing the other stage at Glastonbury. I'm familiar with them, but so I'll check out Us first. I don't, there's no uh, video footage of them from the gig, but they'll oh, but be, they might have some of that can be on Spotify. To. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Anybody else that you liked that you, or, or disliked or thought, oh, didn't expect that or... Jose did a surprise appearance. Um, he was good. And his band's very good. Um, his numbers are very elaborate, aren't they? If you know what I mean. There's a lot of time signatures in it. And there's a lot of... It's almost... It's a very full production, isn't it? Yeah. I remember listening to an interview with him. And he said that he he, he gets... He can, or he can get quite precious about his songs. Because he starts... When he's working with... Uh, the, when he's developing the idea of a, of a song, it's just him and a guitar... And sometimes he falls in love with the demo and he doesn't want that to change. So the timings and the tempos might have something to do with that. It's him singing yeah. with a guitar. Yeah. And he, he tends to have like a picky technique. So his tempos may sway a bit. Um, so the production has obviously filled that out. Yeah. Um, and it might have something to do with that. I think it's very good. His, his songs themselves are very... Uh... Unique and recognisable, isn't he? You can hear it. And I, think, I'm, yeah, I'm getting that way. Yeah. When I when I listened to him and I watched some clips from, him, I thought, you know, I was trying to remember whether he played that when I saw him. But I, like I've said before, you, you tend to not remember anything mm. apart from the obvious ones. Oh, he must have played that because that's just been his charts, you know, that type of thing. But yeah, I don't like his stuff. It's very, it's a, it's a big production that yeah. he does on each number. It's, there's no simple songs it's a big production but as yeah so as music goes that's sort of the, the standout ones but there's a, a thing so there's lots of dance areas right in that's oh that's my that's my game and 
when you're trying to get to other stages, you have to sometimes walk past these dance areas. But in order to do that, you have to go uh, specifically dance areas. You have to go through like turnstiles. All right. Of which there are staff members there. And at the time, you feel like, oh, this is nice. They're very friendly. And basically, you, you go through this turnstile, you've got to high five the member of staff. I'm like, oh, this is how nice of them at Glastonbury. Lovely people. But really, what they wanted to do is they wanted to see your wrist. Because they want to see if you've got your wristband on. Okay. Or if you've not jumped over the fence. <laughs> but it appears like, oh, they just want to give you a high five. Oh, no, they're so friendly. Yeah. High five. There was another secret bar, and it was called the Piano Bar. Right. So there was lots of rumours about it on the internet. And my friend Nick was like, I've heard about this Piano Bar. It's it's up, up, up the hill, and apparently it's underground. And like anything can happen there. There's like all sorts of surprise artists. or like amazing. And apparently it opens, it opens at half past 11. So like when most of the stuff started dying down on main areas you uh you go it's it's up near the stone circle and you gotta find it anyway we we managed to find it and we stood at this back of this small queue and it, this small this queue leads off through like trees and there's like there's a bit of theater going on because there's like there's toilet seats at the side of this queue are saying turn back now it's rubbish and like there's all sorts of stuff to saying no you're not gonna like it and then you can hear this this noise further down you're like someone's kicking off and you're interested and then because the queue snakes, so you can only see so far. Yeah. And there, there are people that, that give up and they walk past you. And they're like saying, oh, it's pointless. Waste, absolute waste of time. Don't bother. And then you're like, hold on. I think these work for it. They're trying to discourage you from going. They're trying to discourage <laughs> people and they're trying to make you turn around. And anyway, like what 45 minutes goes by and we've moved a little bit further. And you can, you can hear this music closer. And then suddenly you get paranoid. And it turns out what had happened is they'd put a load of actors in this queue and they got these people leaving saying it's rubbish and they were starting to pull these rumours. It turns out after just over an hour we were queuing yeah. and we didn't get into the tent, we didn't get back to our tents till about half past three. We were queuing for just over an hour and there was no bar. Um, it was a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to arouse suspicion and like get your second guess yourself and who, who did you trust and all this sort of thing. And what and, did they learn from that? Yes, people are gullible. And at the end of the... Because we got so far that you could see this gate. And behind this gate was like some flashing lights and a bit of noise. Right. And it was a guy looking at a clipboard, looking all bemused. And after a while, we realised that the only reason that we're going further down this queue is because people are leaving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was it was uh, a social experiment. So you're so now, no bar. You're so now officially got a badge that says formal on it uh, and i hate queuing i it makes my blood boil i despise queuing i have no time for it and yeah we're there queuing for an hour fear of missing out is a, is a plague among society yes there you go anything else to add from it um, uh the toilets are very good yeah sawdust well they've always been a bit of a problem aren't they it's a huge like this wayne yeah you you queue up like a gentleman and there's a big sack of sawdust inside of you. You grab a cup. It's usually an old beer cup. You scoop up the sawdust. This is if you're going for a number two. And then you take that wind with you. You do your business and just throw your sawdust down. And then you come back out feeling just like Roger Moore. So it's organic. You're a bit shaken. It's all organic then, is it? Yeah. It's going to get spread on the farm later, is it? Yeah, it gets turned into food. <laughs> Part of the chilli. You'd love that, wouldn't you? No, that's horrendous, that. <laughs> no, it's, you know... It's nature. It's like living in... You, you can't live in a, in a no. tent, can you? No. No, that's all right. The only tent you ever get into is an oxygen tent. <laughs> but there was apparently a hotel, weren't there? Sorry? There was a hotel, apparently, at the... Yes, there was a hotel made out of uh, pallets, wooden pallets. With a pool, apparently, a swimming pool there. Yeah, swimming pool. I don't know how many people it, it, uh, it, it could accommodate, but uh, it was over two grand... To stop in it, was that with, was that for the four nights or was that well, just for one the night? duration? So you can go there Wednesday and it and it closes. Well, we I left over two, two grand, grand to stay in a pallet, in a pallet hotel. Probably stay next door to Paul McCartney. Yeah, like you were going to be there. He was there all weekend. You see Paul McCartney staying in a pallet and shining on floor. <laughs> he got a teepee next field. Jesus Christ! No, I bet it got. Uh, where did he stop? They would have stopped in either a pre-erected teepee yeah. or one of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, he'll, have had a, he'll have had a caravan, I suppose. A helicopter or something like that, taking him out at grounds into an hotel. Nah. nah. And then flowing back or driven him back. He will have done. Don't forget, he used to live in the Highlands of Scotland, didn't he? Yeah, he likes, <laughs> it. He likes to be 
with the people? Well, he might like to be with the people, but his age says no. <laughs> and his money says absolutely not. There's videos of him smoking weed, you know, even well, now. That may be so. Rasta McCartney, I don't, they call him. I don't believe for one minute that he's he's, he's going to be sleeping in a field with 100,000 people. I think there'll be a little enclosure somewhere and there'd be a select number of people. Well, Dave Grohl, yes, Paul McCartney, power showers, Sky Shelley. And, and, no, and they'll all be congregated in this little corral and they'll have very nice little teepees just set off to one side. I'm sure they all had their own little place down there. I think they missed a golden opportunity because there was a Nirvana cover band there in like one of the small tents. Like there's, they're so big, there's these little tiny tents and little gigs everywhere. One of them had the bootleg Beatles and another one had El Elvana. Now, I think that Paul McCartney and, and Dave Gold should have made a pact saying, you play with the Beatles and I'll play with the uh, Elvanas. Yeah. If yeah. Paul McCartney turned up with the bootleg Beatles, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Would, would Especially for them. For them, yeah. Especially yeah. for them, yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he wouldn't do that. I couldn't see him doing that. To be I, could see, I could see Grohl being up for it. Well, I did it. I did yeah. it several times, I think. If you'd have said to him, Dave Grohl, go and play with them, yeah. and he'd go, oh, all right, I'll, I will. Yeah. He'd, he'd, he he would have gone. Yeah, I'd like, yeah, yeah, might into McCartney, Dave Grohl's children's godfather. Yeah. Yeah, the best mates, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah they're very good friends. Stays in his house a lot when they go over door. But then again, Dave Grohl knows everybody these days, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's the nicest man in rock and roll. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. He's put some timber on there. Yes, I noticed, I noticed that. Yeah. Mind you, going to aren't you when your best mates died? You got to start a band again. It's getting to us. It's getting to a certain age, and I'm sure you understand, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> where, where the room, where the room feels a little bit smaller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the room isn't getting smaller. It's you. The, the room's getting smaller, and these pants are getting more snug. <laughs> I'm sure I had a penis somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure these 38s used to fit me nice and slack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, you know, you get to a certain age, and it is—it does become a little bit more difficult to lose that weight. And my their, their touring schedule has only been put on hiatus because of recent events. But I'm sure over the next few years they're going to be non-stop, aren't they? Yeah, I think they just love touring. Oh yeah. He did a really nice thing when they were playing. He he said that if it wasn't for the drummer, then none of this would be possible. Yeah. Because you you know there's this natural feeling like the drummer's filling in some shoes, and he's just like. You know, filling a slot, yeah. but they made him feel like it was him that saved them, sort of thing, rather than they're yeah. giving him a chance. Yeah, that's good, that. Isn't yeah, it? I think that's very typical Grohl, though. Typical um, Grohl. They are mates, though, aren't they? Well, not a stranger coming into camp. I know, but you're going to feel like, even though you know them all, you're going to feel like a bit of a stranger for a bit. You're going to feel like a bit of an imposter. Yeah. Anyway. I think there were a lot of pressure on him, weren't they? Yeah. To perform, be. although he's probably done it a thousand times. Yeah. I think that and at Glastonbury were just... It didn't look like he got any problem at all. No, it, it didn't look like he were no, no, it was, concerned thought, at the size of the crowd because it no. was massive. You couldn't see the end of it. No, I thought he were absolutely brilliant. Yeah. He wasn't flummoxed by it one bit. He just sat and did what he did. I thought he were brilliant. But I thought, as I said before, I thought fools were highlighted. Not to forget the rest of the band because they're all a good band. They're a great band. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fools fan anyway. And I just thought they were brilliant. I, Absolutely brilliant. And who was your star of the show then, did you say? The Hives. The Hives, yeah. Worst. Hmm? The worst. The worst for generation uh, sex. Worst. The surprising one was Texas. So Texas was on before, oh, was it Arctic Monkeys maybe or something? Or Lizzo or I don't, I don't know. But she was, I've seen her before Latitude. Uh, uh, Charlene, is that what you call her? Batari. She's got a good voice. Charlene's Batari. She's got a good voice. She has. Yeah. Uh, I've actually met Charlene. Uh, she wants to stop dying her hair, I'll give her that much. Yeah. And I'm not keen on that really black look anymore. Well, you know, I don't know if it's any place for a man to pass a comment on how a woman should look these days. Oh, stop it. Stop being pretentious. Oh, shut that door. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's... No, I, I mean, I'll Charlene, Charlene, Charlene doesn't need to do that. She doesn't. She's got. She's a talents in her voice and a stage yeah, performance. She has got pretty a great, good. She's got a great set of pipes. Yeah, a really yeah. good set of pipes. There was a guy at the front who had like this gimp mask on. And when I met her, she smelled nice. Oh, really? Mm. I'm not saying any more than that. What she smell? I can't do old secrets. I can't let things, you know, out there in the open. <laughs> you don't. Not like 
like Sif before yeah. it was Jif. <laughs> Sorry? She's not like Sif before it was Jif. Or was it Jif first? Toilet duck. Jif. Was it Jif first? And then, and then Sif, didn't it? It's yeah. more European. Yeah. It were neither? Yes. It's like marathons and Snickers. Oh. Opal fruits and oh, starbursts. Starbursts, yeah. Um, come on, you can play this game too. I'm trying to think of a confectionery that changed its name. Da, 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 da. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's last night. Didn't rain. It's just gloriously hot for a change. Yeah, uh, when if you're at the main stage and if you're tall, there is no shade, so the sun goes down just to the right of the main stage. And when you you stood there like sardines waiting for someone to come on, your face is you know in, in in full view of that big radiation ball. And a man turned around to me and insisted that I put some some suntan lotion on. Yeah. He had sunglasses on, so I didn't know he was talking to me. So I got looking behind me. I said, "No, you, <laughs> you with the face was singed." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need. I it. did look at the crowd, and I'm thinking, "Yeah, quite a few are wearing outs, but quite a few aren't. They're going to pay for it." I did wear a hat for about two or three days because all I could find were bucket hats, and I was sick to death of seeing people with bucket hats on. Bucket hats. Bucket hats. Yeah. What's yeah. them? You know, it's like a, a like a bill like, like a Bill and Ben. Oh, I like them. I think when you see 30, 30, like 300,000 people wearing them, you think, oh, I'm sick of that. <laughs> yeah. You do like to be the, the one that stands oh, out. stands out from 300,000 people. Yeah. Oh, you know. It's got to be, so be, 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 be some hell of a hat. So what hat did you go for then? <laughs> North American Indian? No, I got better this, thing. I found this, This it was a German 1940s Barac hat. <laughs> Baraclava from Ninjas. A 1940s German hat. Quite striking, actually. <laughs> Had one of those reverse of, reverse peace signs on it. A lot of people looking at you. It's not stare at me. No, I just I just went for like a a, a white uh, rimmed gentleman's hat. Oh right. I don't know what you would call it. A uh, boating fedora. Hat. Uh, maybe yeah. Is it a fedora? Yeah, it could be a fedora. <laughs> okay. A boating hat. A boating. Oh yeah, bet you look the part. Oh, dandy. <laughs> Boiler suit and a fedora. Oof. I can see that. You did see some people desperately trying to wear their new clothes. So, yeah, yeah. So a guy wearing some brand new. You could tell they're new because they still had the label on. Well, they still had the. Do you know when, when your clothes have been folded, they've got like a square crease. Yeah, yeah. there's still a square crease on it. It was these brown denim uh, dungarees, and it was you know it's thirty degrees, and you're thinking, oh, just give up the ghost, mate, and put your shorts. Yeah, yeah. You look a pudding. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah. but he, he determined to wear them, weren't he? Oh, he bought them just for that. That thing, and he thought you're going to be okay in it. Yeah, I'll be all right. I anyway. won't sweat. I won't. I will not sweat. I will not sweat. I'll not allow my legs to sweat. What's the uh, What's the role that doesn't sweat? What's the what? That royal member that doesn't sweat. Andrew. All it, of yeah, them. Yeah. Go go power, Andrew. <laughs> if Andrew, it's good enough for Andrew. It's for me. None of them sweat, does he? None of them sweat. Well, well I don't know. Yeah. It's only one way to find out. No. <laughs> There's still time. Really? Well. It's not done with me yet. Well, that took a turn, didn't it? It did. So <laughs> the word. That took a turn. What? Sweating royals. Oh, yeah. From Glastonbury to sweaty yeah, royals. We've got to to sweaty royals. podcast. Yeah. Charles is the old deodorant spray. So, from watching highlights that you've seen, what was the standout ones for you? Um, uh, it's a bit difficult because you, I suppose you get a different take on it when you're there. I, I was trying to take in what they were saying about Guns N' Roses. Um, the sound quality and yeah i just thought from uh, i'm not defending bbc because you said sound were good when you were there so i i can't but what came across to me was it sounded like the band were extremely loud and he couldn't shout any louder all right uh which yeah. comes down to who's mixing it could be yeah because it just seemed to be buried by the band might not be a bad thing, especially no, if you're struggling no. with the vocals. I'd give him a shovel a piece and it'd be quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Might not necessarily be a bad thing. Yeah. I, other than that, um I I find I found quite a lot of them interesting. I tell you what I did not like. I, I thought that was so bad. She got a real slating, didn't she? Uh Billy Nomates. I heard about this, yeah. Yeah, she got a real load of abuse on, on to social media. Social media, there you are again. I heard that she was saying, like, in a workplace, they don't stand for, normally stands for workplace bullying, but this is my workplace, and yeah. Yeah, I'm getting bullied. Uh, what, was her set bad or something? Is that why she's getting stick? 
No, she was on stage with an acoustic guitar, but I, I think people just didn't want to accept her being there. All right. Maybe they thought she should have been in a, on a smaller stage. I don't, I don't know. It was just, I, I, I don't go on social media. I don't go on Facebook and things like that. So I, I'm guessing Instagram's my limit. So I'm guessing that she got a lot on Facebook and Twitter. But it, apparently it, it was quite bad and she's, it's, affected her. it's affected her deeply. I bet it's Twitter. That's a bit of a toxic playground. It's all a toxic playground. It's, uh, these people that hide behind the keyboards and stand there or sit there and think it's all right to abuse people. If you don't like it, don't watch it. What you want to do is start a podcast and complain about people. Yeah, that's it. Do what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and then put it on social media. Yeah. No, Reach out no, those likes no. and shares. <laughs> At least we tell you our name. You can find us. You can't find these people. That's why they do it, because they can hide. Yeah. They, they, they think they're anonymous. I'll be glad when at some stage somebody comes up with a way of trying to track these people down and just name and shame them. I think it's awful. I do think it's awful. It's one of the worst things that's ever come out of social media. The keyboard warriors, or they think they are, the voice of the people. Shut up. It's just, just it, when you see people go, go off like that, you just got to remind yourself that they've obviously got a very sad life and then they, they, must somehow, they feel like somehow this is making them feel better by demising somebody else yeah because there's obviously something wrong not something wrong with their life that they feel the need yeah. to abuse other people if they were really happy and everything was going hunky dry with their life they wouldn't feel the need they to do it. it yeah yeah so it's it's actually a reflection on themselves yeah it's not an excuse that they should do it but it's an explanation why they do it yeah sort yeah. of in a way if you are getting that sort of treatment then it eases the the mindset knowing that they're actually just very vulnerable people that are just doing that stuff because they can't. yeah they all put themselves up there to be ridiculed or to be you know moaned about because oh you didn't do this you didn't play that or you didn't sing this loud but like us we don't hide our names you can find us but these people that just keep themselves anonymous they're just assholes it's like serial killers they're always losers. They're always a bit like, you know, the down and outs. It's never really successful people that do it like, you know, or on top of the game. They're never like, they're always losers. Absolute drip trade society. They've got, they've got a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. You're not going to find like a Nobel Peace Prize or someone littered with Grammys just going around. Oh, no. Well, it's not going to happen, is it? No. I'm not unless you're Kevin Spacey. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Right. Well, on that note. Glastonbury, 2023. A yay or a nay? Oh, yay. Yay. Yay or a nay? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a definite... It's something I would like to do. I would like to do. Uh, but I'd need a little bit more comfort than uh, a yeah. very small primer stove and a and small well, tent. I think you can get pile rings now quite cheap on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't, you can't always guarantee the weather, which plays a massive part. Yeah, but you just prepare for it, don't you? No, yeah, no. No, you won't prepare for the weather. Mankini all the way. All the, yeah. Mankini yeah. and two tins of squirty cream. Yeah, yeah you look, you watch it on TV, you, you just, oh, I'd love to be in that crowd. There's no such thing as I, weather, it's just inappropriate it, clothes. You, I don't I don't relish the fact that I'd have to stand there for an hour before somebody came on and stand for an hour. You don't have to stand there for an hour. Do you not? No, you just have to be smart about it. Two hours. No, you don't, it's not that bad. Push your way to the front. Yeah, it's not that bad. What's it? Surf me to the front, people. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fine. I think everyone should have. Well, maybe not everyone, but it it's a it, it's a tremendous experience being there. It, Are you allowed it, to take them foldable chairs? Take whatever you want, apart from glass and knives. So you can sit down and you, just. You can take yourself a yeah chair. Bit of a jobby. It's an experience. It doesn't look like it does on TV. It feels like more intimate than it does on TV. Like yeah. you look at the main stage and you think, wow, it's huge. And it is huge. But when you're there, it feels more... It's huger. I don't know. It's difficult to explain. Um, it's a special place and it's worth visiting. Yeah. And you've seen a lot of music for your money. I bet it's a great... I, I can imagine being a great weekend. And how exciting is it on the Monday when you're trying to get out? Uh, well, there was an issue when I was trying to get out. I was sat in a field for... Well, everybody hours. else was trying to get out as well? No, there was something happening at the gate, but... I was sat in a field for two hours, and as soon as I got out of the gate, I was away. You'd just be walking around one for, for oh. six days. I just, just two hours walk. say this for anyone who's in a similar situation. So when you leave a festival and you're driving down the motorway... Don't you, stand, don't bark. And you see a service station, you're like, oh, let's just stop at service station, we'll get a coffee and a bite to eat. And they all do. They all do it. Yeah. They all do it. And I, I needed a coffee, but nobody was in Starbucks, we're all at KFC. Now... It was one of those service stations where there's a footbridge on the other side. 
You can go on that footbridge and you can go to the other side of the road where nobody's at that KFC. <laughs> just go there. Yeah. Top tip for you. Don't go on the one that's just on your side of the road because nobody's thinking of the other side of the road. Oh, and here's another thing. While I was there, there's also a Waitrose, right? What? In, in the service station. Oh, okay. Waitrose. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I saw, them, I saw a man who worked for Waitrose take the price tickets out of the meal deals and mark them up by two quid. Really? Yeah. Really? Because it was so packed. It was like, oh, oh, make some right. money out of this. Yeah, exploitation. I, no, another thing I don't like. You didn't see anybody selling bags of wood shavings, did you? Wood <laughs> Sawdust. <laughs> and, and the other thing we should remember, Gladstonebury is a charitable event. It's not a profit-making organisation. It's a charitable event. Yeah, all goes to good things. And they all, they're all they all there getting a, a very minimum fee to play. Apart from the Black Keys, because they they were so annoyed about how little they were getting offered, and they'll never play it again. Good. Well, that's a nice positive. See, I find that hard to believe. It. It's a charitable, it's a charitable offence. It's all for good causes. Yeah. But yet, then they're still charging. Yeah. Well. But yeah, what? Yeah. Yet they're still charging a fee for playing. Yeah, but they. They're not that charitable. Yeah, but you have right. So if you imagine how big it is, they need staff. What to staff it? You need security. You need someone to the 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 fence needs to be paid for. The energy supplies. No, it is a farm. What I'm saying is the bands, the bands still charge a fee. Oh no, yeah, they're offered. They're offered. They don't charge. They don't put a say. I want they X get, amount of money. But they get money for playing. They get a this minimum count. charge. They get a minimum fee. But if it's a charitable offence on that line, you think why, they do it for now. Why don't they say? Yeah. No, we don't want to. You're all right. I mean, a lot of people. It's a. It's a massive way to get them. Um, in the spotlight, so uh, you know, Alan John will be streamed a lot, even though he's quite famous. Yeah, he don't need it, does he? He don't need it, but he... a lot of these bands, like the Hives, the Hives have been trending all over social media. That, that it's going to do, yeah, just for them. Yeah, they will do good. It'll do good for them. But they're the type of people that probably would have done it for no. You never know. And then they might actually like do Elton that. Johns and your GNRs. I bet I can't. Yeah, I can't see see Axel turning up there for no. I just can't see him doing I it. Can't, I, I can't see Axel doing it, but I think. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they might say funeral. Forget the fee. I'd like to think so anyway. Well, the thing is, I would. I could see Dave Grohl saying, "I don't want to." Yeah, yeah, but they're going to make money out of it anyway because they're going to create a lot of attention, like Guns N' Roses. They'll make more more money out of it than just what they get paid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not them necessarily saying, "Oh, we'll take this." They have management will do it, but they'll suddenly get an influx of vinyls being sold and and street back catalogue. It all gets looked at again, doesn't it? Haven't they? Just announced a European tour, Fools. Another one? Yeah. Oh, you, Fools have, yeah. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't going to be a sellout after that performance, it is now. It yeah. was always going to be a sellout. Yeah. Probably it was always what? going to be a sellout. I'm saying it's, it's if, just that the fact it, now is yeah, the venues aren't big enough. If it wasn't, it's definitely sellout out now. Yeah. They're probably. The tickets have probably gone up by hundred quid. I mean, essentially, after watching. No, that, there's the issue, isn't it? This thing that is done is essentially just. And like, that won't surprise you. It's like a publicity act. Oh so yeah. By announcing themselves yeah. as the Chernips and it's the Foo Fighters, it gets the headlines, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't for one minute think it wouldn't have sold out anyway for various things, but even if it, I mean, even when Taylor there, they were selling out within hours. Hours. They're not just, struggling to sell out. They don't need. But attention. after that, after seeing them at Glastonbury, there's no way they are not sold out. That these no, they'll always like, they'll always sell out. Uh, probably the, the 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 arenas and that. I'll probably, like I said, put an extra hundred quid on it now. Yeah, it, it might well, not be them that do it, but the promoters yeah, and the, the agents, and the booking like and the yeah. ticketmaster and all the rest of it that yeah. goes with it. Yeah, they will. Yeah. yeah, they were. They were like gold dust tickets to see them now. So on the artwork for the poster and like some of the stuff on the website, which was the big gi- biggest giveaway apparently if that the Foo Fighters are going to be playing, is that it's got the pyramid stage on the logo, and above the the pyramid stage where there's like a sun setting, they had these birds flying around that are like hawks, Taylor Hawkins. Oh right, yeah. Oh, that was what you were telling me about. Yeah, it's it? like there was a sort of subtle. There were all these little clues that they were going to be playing. So it wasn't a last-minute thing. Oh then. no, it's it, been it, for it was always going to be yeah. like the drummer's first proper gig. I mean, thing. Th- there's a lot of scheduling and planning that goes into yeah. the, to the, put them the on a Saturday. Yeah, they've known about it. For you. They're like friends of the farm, aren't they? So I think. Yeah, but like you said, it was a worst-kept secret. Yeah, mm. everyone knew about it. Well, you knew about it a week before. Yeah, but then again, you were in with the in crowd. You are. That's why we sent you. 
There we That's go. why you got that, all well, the Well, we say to the expenses, all expenses paid, oh, to bring back that excellent report. In the, state, the in the state of our, in the state of an art tent. It took some jumping over that wall. I can imagine it did. Speaking of jumping over the wall, did you see the footage or, or the publicity stunt that Domino's Pizza did? No. no. So they sent... So do you know these Uber delivery guys where they've got like a bicycle and stuff? Yeah. They sent a guy with one of those, those food bags on. Yeah. With a jetpack. Done those jetpack suits. Yeah. And he landed on the hill and gave some people some pizzas and then took off again. No way. Domino's pizza. Yeah. How good's that? Were he advertising uh, Domino's pizza or the delivery service? It was Domino's pizza because it was a Domino's pizza bag. But yeah, it was... That's, that's a good, good stunt, isn't it? He, good. he landed yeah. in a field of people yeah, and, and gave him pizza and then took off. You've got to give him points for that. Yeah. You've got to give him points for that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they would have had permission, but it's, it's great. No, it is good. Yeah. Well, whose permission would they need? Oh, the... we're going to land on your hill. Is that all right? Uh, we what? A bit of an health and, health and safety thing going on, isn't it? Yeah. You know, rockets. Yes, sir. Keep got... this space clear. There's a man landing in a minute. That's what sounds like. Sure up. <laughs> right. Till next time. Goodbye. <laughs>